Hey, it's Beth here. Episode 504. Okay, I was trying to think. Do I have any Christmas memories that I can really remember? Not looking at pictures and sort of remembering. And I have one, one day. Just one perfect day. And it started out pretty badly. Um, my grandmother, who we called Lala, worked at Bialtman's. She looked like Lana Turner, so my mother called her Lana. We called her Lala. She was fabulous. And she took my brother to Washington, D.C., and they went on a plane. And at this time, you could go on the plane with the passengers, see them to their seats, and get off the plane. I was enthralled. Lala, my mother, and my father said, the next trip will be yours. So I was like, great. Well, November, December happens, and I find out that Lala wants to take my brother to Boston on a plane. And I was supposed to get the next trip. And there was no consideration for that. Little did I know that Lala was dying. She was sick. And so whatever she wanted, everybody was doing. But nobody explained that to me. So we take them to the plane again. And they get on the plane. And then my little brother got sick. And my mother, we're taking my mother and my little brother back to the house very quickly. Little did I know that my little brother was sick. I was just four and a half. So all of these emotions are happening and I'm just shutting down. So my father takes my mother and my baby brother into the house. He says, wait here. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. What did I do? He comes back to the car. He's got my muff and he said, we're going. I was like, okay. And then he looked at me and he goes, get in the front seat. I get in the front seat, no seatbelt, no nothing sit right next to him and I'm on my knees so I can see out. I've never seen the front seat of a car. It's enthralling. You've got your windshield, all the cars. It's, it was, I was like a dog. He thought it was funny. He said, hey, are you hungry? And I just went up and down with my head because I stopped talking about six months before because everything was tense and I didn't know why and we were living in a rental and I didn't know why. It's because we couldn't afford a house in the town where my brother was gonna to go to school. So all this is going on at the same time and they're looking for a house and they're trying to save up and it's just kind of one thing after the other. And my grandmother, Lala, if I opened my mouth and I spoke, she called it Maryisms. And she would ask me to repeat myself over and over and over and then she would just Raise her hand. She was smoking cigarettes. Cigarette in the hand. She goes, oh God, these Maryisms. So I just stopped talking because it was kind of tense. So I just, like Harpo Marx, just shook my head up and down. He said, where do you want to go? And I just looked at him. And he said, the diner. And I went up and down with my head. We go into the diner. We're sitting there. He asked me what I want. He looks at me. He goes, two eggs over easy? No. Scrambled? Yes. Still not talking. 
don't want to ruin the mood by using Maryisms. We had a great breakfast. He's talking to the waitress most of the time and smoking and relaxing. He says, maybe you need to use the restroom. I'm like, okay. So I get up, go to the restroom. He says, I'll watch the door, the men's room. He's at the door having a cigarette while I'm inside going to the bathroom. Kind of embarrassing, but not too bad. He waits and waits and waits, looks inside and he sees me washing my hands like a crazy person and I don't stop. And he said, what are you doing? I said, no, I'm washing my hands. He understood me. He goes, what, for surgery? I said, no, I just need to wash them. I did it again and again and again. He came in, grabbed my hands, put them in that roller thing. That's a cloth that dries your hands. Takes me out of the men's room. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm washing my hands. Why are you washing your hands like that? I'm like talking and he's understanding my words. I'm not repeating myself. It's amazing. I said, because Lala told me if I don't wash my hands correctly, my hands are going to turn yellow. He said, what? I said, she said, after I go to the bathroom, if I don't wash my hands correctly, they'll turn yellow. He said to me, we don't need, this can just stay between you and me. Then he looked around from one side to the other and he goes, that's a lie. Your hands are not gonna turn yellow. And I was shaking my head up and down, yes, yes, yes. He said, do you see anybody? Have you ever seen anybody with yellow hands in your whole life? I shook my head, no. He said, I rest my case. Let's go. We got back in the car. I'm sitting next to him and he heard me. He understood what I said. And we had a conversation. This is my first time ever. Maryisms. He can read me. He can understand me. We go into the city. And he takes me to F.A.O. Schwarz. We go up to the, the stuffed animal department, which was my happy place. And there, for the first time, I see an eight-foot giraffe. Stife, Steve, whatever. I almost lost my mind. I still remember the moment I saw that, thinking it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen, that a toy could be so magnificent. He looked at me looking at it. There was a bin filled with six inch giraffes by Stife. Picked it up. He looked at it, put it in my hands. He said, maybe if you feed it, it might grow. I got the joke. This day was turning out to be so wonderful. My hands were never gonna turn yellow. I got my first adult joke. I laughed, he laughed. The salesperson laughed. It was hilarious. We buy the giraffe and we have shared a joke. I'm out of my head. We walk a block, he picks up a paper, looks at it, puts the paper back down without buying it. And we walk, I don't know, six more blocks, but I'm keeping up because I don't want to ruin this.
this day. I don't want to be a kid. I don't want to be anything he has to worry about. I keep up with him. Going like, for every one of his steps, it was 15 for me. Didn't matter, we were going. I went over grades, which I'm terrified of. Nothing was gonna stop me from being a good companion. Somebody you could depend on. We get to this movie theater. And there's Mr. Magoo playing inside. Now I have been, I love Mr. Magoo. I said, Magoo. People repeated it like that. I was trying to explain what I felt about Mr. Magoo for a year and a half and nobody understood. And I thought my father was making fun of me. And he said, let's go in. And he wasn't making fun of me. This day was turning out to be unbelievable. We both get a hot dog, we both get a soda. He's a Pepsi guy. I'm an orange crush girl. They had everything we wanted, pickles, mustard. I was, whatever he wanted me to eat on my hot dog, I was eating on my hot dog. I wanted to be his friend. We go in, we're sitting down, we watch Mr. Magoo. I'm laughing my head off. He's looking at me like he loves me. Like I had never gotten his attention. There was too much going on. I was just there. He saw the top of my head. He was sitting next to me, not looking, not driving in the car, not talking to my mother, not putting his hat on to leave. He was with me. I, I was the only person there. I had him to myself. We watched the whole movie. At the end of the movie, everyone's leaving, but we're not. We're sitting there. And he goes, so tell me, what is it about Mr. Magoo? I'm watching it, I, I, it's cute, but what is it that makes you love this Mr. Magoo so much? And I thought, oh my God, I'm even gonna cry just thinking about it. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna take a gamble here. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna risk being laughed at. I'm gonna risk ruining the whole day. I'm gonna tell this guy my feelings. I'm gonna tell him my thoughts. I have deep, wonderful thoughts at four and a half. And I never share them with anybody. Not in preschool, home all the time. Finally, someone's asking me what I think, and I'm gonna go for it. So I was standing in the chair. He was sitting in the chair. We were eye to eye. And I said, this is what I love about Mr. Magoo. He never stops trying. He can't see. He gets everything wrong. And he never stops trying. But Dad's like, that's, that's kind of interesting. What else? I said, well, he's always kind. Always kind. I said, what else are you thinking about? He said, do you like anybody else? I said, yeah, I like Superman. I didn't tell him I wanted to marry him. I didn't tell him that I thought Lois Lane was a jerk. But I did say, but I don't like him as much as Mr. Magoo because 
Mr. Magoo has nothing, and he can't see. There's no man, and he tries. Superman can fly. Bullets can't hurt him, and he does try. I said, this is what I don't understand about Superman. Well, he's riveted now. He goes, what don't you understand about Superman? I said, I don't understand why Superman never gives Clark Kent a chance to save the day. He never gives him a chance. He's never been able to solve one problem. It's always Superman, no matter what size the problem is. And I think Clark could do it. I think if he, if he just had one moment where Superman didn't show up, that Clark could save the day too. And he just sat back in his chair. And he said, do you want to stay and watch Mr. Magoo another time? I never heard of such a thing. I didn't know people could stay in the movie theater and watch a movie twice. I just looked at him. He goes, what do you think? I said, I would love to stay and watch Mr. Magoo again. He said, well, that's what we're gonna do. And we got a refill on our soda. And we sat and we watched Mr. Magoo again. It was the best day of my life because I thought to my little self, this is what love is. Love is watching someone else having the best time they ever had. And even if it's, if Mr. Magoo isn't for you, you're smiling and happy because you've made someone happy. We were never the same after that day. I was in his corner for the rest of my life. I. I always had that day. I mean, we never did it again. Not like that. Not like that. Never, never Toy Story movie, just he and I, never. But I had it and it was crystal clear in my mind. I could bring it up anytime I needed to feel loved. I had that day and nobody could take it away from me. And you know, I don't know how we got home. I guess we went back on the train, but I swear I think we flew. It was just perfect. Right before Christmas, and when we left the movie theater, the city was lit up. At four and a half, I never got to see that. I, knew, I was never out at seven o'clock at night in the city. It was far, far away. There I was looking at lights, holding his hand. He asked me if I wanted a lift. He carried me. I, I, I'm fantasizing in my mind that it started snowing just a little bit, but I think it did. I really think it did. Maybe that's why he picked me up. Every single thing that could have been happening happened that day. I had inside my muff, my giraffe was warm kept him nice and warm in there. I was being carried by my dad, like, oh, like, like an only child, like an amazing only child. He, he was talking to me, showing me things. We had a great time. We got an ice cream 
at the sta station, came home in the car. I never told anybody that if you went to the bathroom and you didn't wash your hands, they wouldn't turn yellow. That was our little secret. And it was the most perfect day. And I had it. And I was loved. And I kept it. It doesn't take too much. So, and Mr. Magoo. And I do love that about Mr. Magoo. I love that he keeps trying, that he doesn't need anything to go right. It was my childhood, my hero. Just my hero, just stay nice. Just keep trying, keep walking, stay nice. Who cares if you, if you think a punching bag is a woman and you're in a Fred Astaire studio and it's actually a boxing, he got in so much trouble all the time. But because he was nice, he got out of trouble. And he just kept walking and driving and doing everything. And I started talking after that. Like he broke me of my worry about my Maryisms. I started talking and people started understanding what I was saying. A lot happened that day, a lot. And I'll never forget it. And the picture, this wall-eyed person in this picture, that person was the girl the day before we went to the movies. The girl after that movie was engaged, listening to conversations, adding to conversations, having a little confidence that it wasn't all just Maryisms, and that maybe I had something good to say. I didn't push it, but I also tried to participate in life. And it's all because of that day. So, Mr. Magoo and my dad, that's what I had. Kept me sane, kind of keeping me sane. That's just my little tiny Christmas story. So, thanks. Bye-bye.